Today's podcast episode is sponsored by our Activate community. Are you a woman of faith in business who needs assistance turning their idea into action? If so, then the Activate community is for you. We combine the beauty of an accelerator program with group coaching and peer mentorship while helping you cultivate lifelong connections. To find out more about how Activate can help you move from writing your idea down to acting it out, visit blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash activate. Again, that's blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash activate. Hey, Purpose Peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and chief connector at Black Girls with Purpose. And I have with me Dami Ashodi. Dami Ashodi is the creator of The Planter, a platform that focuses on encouraging and equipping women to live a purpose-filled life, which y'all know we love purpose over here, with passion and excellence uh, through podcasting events, a mentorship program, and an online community. Dami supports millennial women to develop as a whole woman grounded in their identity. She's also the creator of the podcast from scratch, an online training program that helps Christ-centered entrepreneurial women create world-changing podcasts from idea to launch. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Bree. I appreciate you allowing me to be on your podcast. Yes, yes. So we got connected through Jessica Chinyelu, which you had her on a recent episode of your podcast, The Planter Podcast. And uh, I always love being in spaces with, well, to be real, I love being in spaces with other women of color because, you know, it just, it is what it is. It just hits different. Um, but I also love being around other people who are really passionate about purpose. So I knew you know, even as we continued to talk, I was like, at some point I want to have her on my podcast. So I'm glad that you're our guest today. Yeah, well, I appreciate you for that. And honestly, that group was such a great group because everybody had basically the same mission. Everybody was a believer, very Christ-centered, and then also an entrepreneurial mindset. So it's very interesting to see. And they tried yeah. to get a tag, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it was good. Was so I always love to have, um, I love to have our guests share a little bit more about themselves. And I know you have a awesome story of, of, you know, how you went to school for one thing and then ended up doing other things and really how school is where the planter was born because God was like, start a blog, do this. And I'm like, okay, don't really know what this is going to be. So uh, share just a little bit more about yourself with our audience. Okay. Do you want me to go like way, way back? It's up to you, sis, whatever you feel led to share. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'll paint the picture. Um, so I was always in school to be a physician. Um, I had said that I wanted to be a doctor since I was, uh, six years old. So I'd been on the path. I had taken classes and the, um, uh, what do you call it? Observing the doctors. I had, um, volunteered in hospitals and in doctor's offices. So I was on that path and, um, about five years ago, I was about to finish some of the coursework for medical school or for applying for medical school. And I realized that I was in this routine of wake up, 
go to class, study, hang out with friends, go to sleep, wake up, go to class, study, hang out with friends, go to sleep. And it became such a monotonous rhythm that eventually I would ask myself that, why am I even waking up in the morning? And that was a very scary place for me because I've never thought that way before. And I thought that, okay, well, my life is just going to begin when I get to medical school or when I graduate medical school and become a doctor. But then when I started thinking about it, I was like, wait, nah, it's going to take me about, let's say 10 years. I was 21 at the time. So maybe 10 years from that point to really be practicing as a proper physician, maybe having my own practice and all of that. Does that mean that life starts once I become a doctor 10 years from now? And then it was just that tension of like, is there has to be more to life than this. I can't keep waking up and this is all that I expect. So I didn't necessarily grow up with the idea of purpose or the concept of having purpose. I was never taught that. So when I'm questioning this, it's like this word of purpose is coming into my heart. And even on social media too, it wasn't even popular at the time. Like five years ago, this concept of pursuing your purpose, even in Christianum and then also in the world wasn't a thing. So I knew that it was a Holy Spirit led um, type of encounter that, okay, so what's your purpose? And then I was like, well, tell me what is my purpose? <laughs> you know, and I began to um, pray like, God, show me what my purpose is. What am I supposed to be doing um, here? What is the purpose of me on this earth? And I began to keep praying about it and praying about it. And eventually it took time, but this idea for a blog came up and I was like, okay, what am I going to post on the blog? I'm not really sure, but you know, all right, I'll start a blog. And then I was asking God, well, what's the name for this blog? And I remember I was in the shower and you know, many people don't hear God audibly. And I know that's not something, that's not a way that God speaks to me um, audibly. But I swear I heard the word, the planter, so loudly in my ear. And my response was, ew, <laughs> like the planter. Like, what kind of name is that? I was like, is that the best that you got, God? And, you know, I laugh at that still to this day. I'm like, not me tripping, but whatever. I was just like, okay, the, the planter. So the whole day I was like, the planter, the planter, the planter, the planter, the planter. Okay, that name kind of um, rings. So I'll stick with that name. And then I began to write about the different things that were happening in my life, how I was growing spiritually, different challenges that I was having, because it's like once that new semester started, um, I even started a new coursework. It's like my life was starting to change and the way that I was relating to people were changing, the way I was relating to myself and God and all these things. So I was documenting everything. And that even led to me doing events on campus, which is something that I typically wouldn't do. I'm, I'm, I'm a quiet person by nature. So for me to be speaking in front of crowds and doing all these things, like, you know, it's God, because in my own nature, I wouldn't do it. So I was doing all these events and speaking and, um, you know, kind of gathering people to, you know, get to know themselves and get to know God more. And at these events, miraculous things just kept happening. Like people were like falling in love with Jesus. Like people were being delivered and they were um, getting prophecies and words spoken over them. Things were breaking off of them. And I'm like, I mean, it's my, only my third day out here. Like I just showed up like, what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, okay, God, okay. You know, I'll keep this up. And you know, the semester ended and I went home and um, 
you know, I just felt again, that little nudge that, okay, I'm gonna call you to do something else. And I want you to start this podcast. And again, I had no clue what a podcast was. The only way that I even came into an encounter with a podcast, I didn't know it was a podcast then, was my friend sent me a link to this, what I called an online radio show. I was like, oh, that's cool. This person has uploaded audio to a website. That's great. You know, I had the Purple Podcast app on my phone. Many people still to this day do not know what in the world that app is for, and I was one of them. So I was like, oh, this is what it is? There's, there's audio shows? Okay, God, this is what you want me to do? And I just decided to research, what is it? How, what does that look like? Um, how to start one and all that stuff. And I think within a week after getting that word, um, I started the podcast, The Planter. And I've been doing it now for over four years now. And um, really being able to speak to people all over the world, still doing the same thing that I was doing originally, but now doing it through audio and um, influencing people in that way and on social media and then also events. So taking the events that I did in my university and then also doing them on a larger scale and doing workshops and signature events. And it's very interesting, the journey that God has taken me on. So that is a bit of my story. So fantastic, especially because it speaks to what we've talked about previously on the Black Girl of Purpose podcast, which was like one of our business and Bible study lessons was called You Have to Start Somewhere. And a lot of times, especially in the pursuit of purpose, like people want this big fancy thing that they're doing or, you know, this big like they do want the audible word of God. And, and sometimes it's not, it's not that like, and even, even if sometimes we hear him, but we like, that's not God. Cause he would tell me to, you know, sharpen my sword and go after the, you know, he gonna tell me to do something huge and like visible. He not gonna tell me to start a blog. Like I think about one of my friends, Bianca, he told her the same thing. She was on maternity leave and she said, God, I need a way to make money. And he was like, start a blog. And she was like, that doesn't make any money. And so she didn't, she didn't start a blog for months. And then he just kept being like, so are you going to listen? Are you going to listen? Are you going to listen? And she started a blog. And then even then it was, it still wasn't a revenue source, but now years later, it has led to the organization that she has and more books have come, you know, she's published more books from that community and she's done the workshops like you're talking about. And so it's just so important that we are obedient to the last thing God told us to do because we like to bypass stuff to get to these big blessings, but we don't want to be faithful with the small things. Yeah. The beauty of that is once you're just obedient with the small thing, the first thing, and you see that you're successful at it, it builds confidence to do something else. And that's what I noticed on the journey because prior to this, I was so focused on doing one thing one way. I didn't see life differently. So now when God is saying, oh, and but what was crazy was I had these passions actually growing up. Like I blogged for, um, for a while when I was in high school. I did entrepreneurial competitions. Like this has been who I am. But I just was like, well, that's cool and all, but I need to, the doctor is where I'm, where I'm heading. And once I was able to change my perspective and just be obedient with one thing, it gave me the confidence to just do another thing and another thing. Because people will look at you and be like, well, how is she doing that? Like, how does she um, speak on those stages? How does she do that podcast? And I want to do that too. But you don't understand the fears that somebody has had to overcome literally quaking in their boots 
to be able to just do the thing that you're seeing and you're just like, wow, that's amazing. Like after I have an event, even though like leading up to the event is stress, like it's just like, oh my God, is people going to pay for this? Is, is it going to go well? Blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh, they still waiting last minute. Like all these questions will be going through your head. And then after the event happens and everything comes together and people have enjoyed themselves, for me, there's a feeling of satisfaction that, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is how I'm supposed to be connecting with people. So like you said, it's just do the last thing he said. And as you see that you're successful with it, it gives you the confidence to move forward. Yes, that's such, you just put that so well. That I mean, and, and, and the fact that it builds your confidence, because like you said, people look at the big stuff and they don't know the baby steps you had to take to get to that. And even in their own lives, I feel like people are very dismissive of the experiences that they've had or, you know, the, the rooms that they've been in. But when you really sit down and think about it, you're like, oh, wait, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Like, <laughs> you know, and not even from a, a cocky perspective, but it just really helps you to shift your, the way that you're looking at yourself and what you're capable of, obviously, with God's help. So, I love that you've been in the podcasting game for so long because I feel like a lot of people, like you said, my mom was definitely one of those. When I launched the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, she was like, so how do I listen to it? I'm like, you see that? You see that app right there? That's that's where you do it. And even with some of my best friends who are my age or only just slightly older, they're like, so where do I go? And I'm having to pull it up on their phone. Um, but I would love to know how you see the current environment. Because now, especially with apps like Anchor and, and, and other things, podcasts are being released left and right. So how has that affected you, if at all? Or, you know, are you excited? Or are you like, y'all, everybody don't need to have a podcast? And I know that you have a course on podcasting. So I would love to get your perspective on that. I think it is amazing that there are people starting a podcast in all types of areas. I literally go on the podcast app now and I can find something new every day. Like, oh, they're talking about this. Oh, somebody's talking about that. Like even um, fictional comedy, that's a thing. Like I, I have one in particular that I really, really love and it's really funny. And it took a creative team to do that. So honestly, everybody has a place at the table. Um, when you think when you you're having an abundance mindset about it everybody there's a place for everybody you're speaking to a specific person i may not reach everybody in the world but there's a specific people that i'm going to reach and brie will reach a specific person she may not only reach the people that i'm able to reach so it's like <laughs> i think it's great um that you can express your gifts and your talents and just who you are through the art of podcasting. But what I will say is an issue that I see is people start podcasts and then they just stop because, you know, it's cool. The first two episodes, maybe the first three or four, you're like, yes, I did this for a month. But then how about, can you do it for the next six months or the next year or the next two years or all of that? So an issue that comes up is it's not sustainable. So people aren't having the um, systems in place, the help that they need, and really just the 
I would say the architecture or whatever they need in order to make sure that their podcast and their mission is being put out continuously. Because at the end of the day, are you able to still do your podcast if only 100 people are listening or 50 people are listening a week? Like, are you able to still continue even if the dollars are not coming in as fast as you expected them to, or if at all? Like, are you still able to share your message and still hit the ground running continuously every week or however you say that you want to plan yourself out to do it and show up for the people that are listening to you and these are some of the things that i teach in my course podcast from scratch so teaching how to build a sustainable podcast because yes it's good to start a project and you're like yes i love it so great but if you don't have the proper systems in place and the purpose behind why you're doing it it is very easy to fizzle out very easy to just give up because the work it's a lot it's a lot of work um it's worth it though because especially if your message is really about serving people and just sharing your gifts your talents however you do that you're able to just meet so many people like even with my podcast now i can literally talk to somebody in malaysia and somebody in kenya in austria in australia or whatever about my mission about purpose and about you know really living out your life with passion and with excellence because i truly believe that people are meant to be on this earth with a purpose and god has equipped people to do things like big and especially as believers and there's people that are not believers that are listening to me but they're getting the gospel in a way that may not be going to a church or oh i read john 1 9 today oh dang i heard dami and i like what she said this is really interesting let me keep listening and come back to it because yes i talk about business i talk about personal development i talk about travel self-care all of those things because those are things that ignite me and that give me um passion for life but i also tie in those things with but God is really good though. Like, you know, like the gospel is actually great. And this is why, and this is what it's been doing in my life. Showing that transparency to people, like showing them what I have gone through and what I'm currently going through and what I'm learning. Like even my most recent podcast is a very vulnerable podcast talking about the lies that I had believed in my own life, even as a believer and how these lies had kept me in bondage and how the gospel is there to set me free and how the character of Christ is there to set me free. So therefore I can live out my life with passion and with excellence. So the opportunity for people to create podcasts and that there's so many podcasts out, that's fantastic. I just believe that if you know what your purpose is and it evolves as you grow, and I believe that too, because how I started is not how I am now, but you evolve as you grow. Um, you have your passion, you have proper systems, and it's a go. Girl, I know, you, like you said, you wasn't, it's not, it's like not, you weren't reading from a scripture, but you were preaching, okay? Because like, <laughs> I think even talking about the consistency, and yeah. I know as a, as a podcast listener, I get disappointed when I find a new podcast I really like. And then I'm like, wait, this says the last episode was 2019 or, you know, they, they released the episode, they put it on social media, but that was five months ago. And it's, it's just like, yes, you do have to start somewhere. Right. But then there's also then that consistency being, it, it comes right in behind it though. And saying like, okay, but before you start like map out, like you said, six months worth of content or do a bunch of bulk recordings while you have that energy. Cause I know, and I'm sure you do the same thing. It's like some days I know I'm probably not going to run to record, especially with me being a mom, 
like, listen, the kids are loud, they're here, they're taking over. I don't have time to sit down in front of my mic and record episodes. But when you put those systems in place and you do your batch recordings, then if you're not in a position to record on a particular day, okay, let me look in my archive and see what I've already recorded that I could release this week. But people just they, I don't, I don't know that, that, that is definitely a frustration for me, especially because I'm like, Hey, this is building trust with your community. And so if they, if these are people who have followed you, cause a lot of people who start podcasts have a following somewhere else and they're transitioning it to the podcast space. Yeah. So they're following you. They like your content and you're telling them you're going to deliver it to them in a different fashion. But then when they come to you in that area, you're not showing up. I feel like that's not a good representation of you as a, a believer in Jesus Christ. It's not a good representation of Christ, especially when people be launching out and be like, the Lord told me to start a podcast. Okay. Well, if he told you, did he really tell you or he told you and you're not being obedient or he told you, but you didn't actually take the step, the, the additional step to say, like you were talking, okay, what's it going to be called? Okay, what are we going to do? Where are we going to, you know, like ask him those questions. He, he literally says, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask God and he gives it without reproach. And let me just say that some people may not be aware on the how, because I literally started my podcast, I said a week after I got the word, because I was like, look, I don't want to wait and be like, oh, but I need to do this. I need to do that. Not saying that that's the best way to do it, but that's how I did it, right? But what wasn't helpful was I just didn't have a plan. So I was kind of all over the place just trying to figure it out, like, okay, here, there. And that's where maybe some people are. and They're just like, ah, I'm just going to do it on the whim. But I had to learn. Like, I went through everything that you're saying, that, oh, this, that other child, I went through it. I was inconsistent as a podcaster for a long time. Um, and you know, God had to really refine me that, okay, you need to be consistent. One, two, well, let's look at the reasons why you're, you're not consistent. One of the reasons was I was hiding behind guests for my podcast. So I would only have a podcast if I had a guest, right? So if my guest, for some reason, there were some times that I was supposed to launch a podcast, but, oh, the guest had an issue or we weren't able to record or maybe the, something happened to the interview or whatever, that means I didn't have a podcast for the week. And I was like, well, <laughs> try again next week, you know? And I was like, well, okay, so you're, gonna not, you're not gonna have guests for a while. That's why currently I'm very selective and I don't even take guests, honestly, on my podcast right now because... God was like, I need you to be more vocal about who you are and your expertise and your life. Like you're the voice of this podcast, right? That was one. Two, had no idea about systems, automations, and um, how you can use Calendly to schedule guests or use Trello or some kind of project management tool. I did not know about, not gosh darn none of that stuff. Look, I was out here just trying to read some papers for nanomedicine and all of that. So I had to learn those things. And it's just being in, in a place and in a mindset are you willing to learn? So if you're going to start this, are you willing to, even if you make a mistake, just keep on moving? Are you willing to put the proper systems in place? And these are the things that I'm training people through my course. Like, okay, like, yes, we're going to make a podcast. Yes, God told you, but let's put the proper groundwork in place. And, you know, we hit the ground running from week one 
about purpose, like really getting clear, like what is the purpose of your podcast? And yes, it will grow and evolve as you evolve, but we need to have just a structure. And ultimately for me, the the purpose of my life has always been, I want to see people doing the best that they can. And I thought that's why I wanted to be a doctor. I just didn't have any other vision or view of how that looks like. So I was like, well, that must be the best option. I remember Googling in high school right before applying to college, is there a job to help people be the best that they can be? Like I was Googling that because I just was like, well, I don't really know, but I guess doctor will do that. Okay. But it's transformed from, oh, I want to help people be the best that they can be because now I understand, wow, you know, God has really ignited us to live such a such such a rich life like there's a rich rich life in christ and so many resources available to us if we allow if we allow god to give it to them if we're not holding on to um bondage and pain and all of these different things if we can just keep growing and evolving there's so much that he has okay so life can look passionate we can do things with excellence as believers because i really believe that sometimes just like you said we'd be like god told me to do this and we, the quality the whatever is bad but we're like well because god said that god will help everything but it's like no boo you need to be excellent in what you're doing too so putting those two things together, I was like, oh, like I'm trying to activate purpose and I'm also trying to teach people how to live their life with passion and with excellence. So honestly, I think I rambled a little bit there, but yeah, it's 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 a mixture of things. I think what people have in it. Oh, and then also just the access to information. There's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of information. Now, when I first started, there wasn't much. Like five years or four years ago, it's not as much as it is now. So people are confused. They're like, okay, this, that, I need this, that. Okay, oh, you know what? I don't know. I'm just going to end the podcast. So that's why you need somebody to kind of help you along the journey to make it clear that, okay, this is what you need. This word, take it from me. I know what I'm saying. This is it. Like, you know, so... Absolutely. And you said something that was a perfect transition into my next question, um, because I know we talk about this a lot on your podcast. I know this just from, you know, our interactions in our, in our class that we did together. I know that you're really big on impact and service. And a lot of times you are, yes, you look at things that you are passionate about, which I think is important too. And I've talked to our community about that. Don't just if you're, if you're saying, okay, this is what my community is asking for, but I hate this thing, be a resource and connect them with someone who loves that and can be that access for them. But I love that you blend your passions with things that your community is also passionate about. And so why do you feel like it's so important to create any of your offerings as a business from a place of impact and from a place of service? Hmm. I think because I understand the greater mission that I'm just called to serve. Like I'm called like in business, business is a service. In anything that I'm doing through my podcasting, I understand that this is bigger than who I am or it's just me. It's bigger than that. It's for people that are waiting on me to literally get on the mic and speak and tell them like, you know, whatever, whatever I'm going to say, and it changes their life. So I guess for me, it's just 
it's just bigger than me. I just understand that. And just how God has helped and trained me and built me up for this role and this position. It's like, well, I now have a responsibility to serve people and then also to impact because, you know, impact it's the, the image that comes to my mind right now is like um, how they say like, Oh, if, like anointing, like from, from like the oil, like you would have to, um, crush it, crush it. Yes. In order to get the oil. Right. So it's like people that are really causing impact and are doing things out here have gone through a lot of process in which they are refined and they are being rebuilt. I know the process that I have been going through and still continuously going on so it's like the only thing that's coming out of me at this point is just anointing and impact because I know like I know how I thought before I knew who I was before and I know how God has transformed my mind so I'm being transformed by the Holy Spirit so it's like anything that I'm doing now and being and consciously being in step with the Holy Spirit it's going to cause impact so it's just having, I guess, to sum all of that up, it's just having a mind like Christ and understanding that it's just much bigger than I am. Like, this is not just about, um, I need some money in my pocket. That's good, too, when we do need that, right? But it's much bigger than um, just my own personal needs. It's like, who am I touching? Who am I affecting? What is going on with the people out there? So just taking responsibility of that makes me think of a shirt we have that says purpose over profit and I when I wear it some people are like wait but profit is important and and I think to myself yes it is important but if you're pursuing profit first you know it just makes me think of Matthew 6 33 like seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added into you and I know for me with Black Girls of Purpose, you know, it's been around since 2016, but we didn't make any money until like this, even within this past year, because God was like, I want to make sure I have your heart first before you get out here and trying to launch products and services and courses and that kind of thing, especially if you're going to be doing things in my name. And so um, I would love to know some of, and you've spoken on it a little bit in this episode, but the, just some of the, the transformations that you've seen both within yourself and with the planter since you first got started? Hmm. It's almost like there's so much <laughs> and I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what I could say. Let's say the la in the last year. Okay, within the last year. I'll start off with the planter um, and then I... I'll, I'll speak about myself. So again, it went through its transition. So originally how I wanted it to be was, oh, it's like a kind of, kind of like an evangelist type of uh, platform where, you know, I'm really speaking to people about the gospel and then also um, using people's stories as well to help people relate and be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, like you may be going through this and this person went through this and this is where they are. You can be there too. And it's through the grace of God. Right. So that's how it first started. Then I realized that I have a passion for business. Um, and I knew that, I think it was a hidden passion that I kind of was just like, oh, but you know, when we have our scarcity mindsets and then also just behaviors that we think we're being fake, humble, 
basically like, oh, you know, I don't need the business part, but yes, I do, but I don't know. So I'm gonna just bring all these business owners on there. And it was it was authentic to me, like because that's what I wanted or that was in my heart. But I was like, ah, I still need the I still need to be speaking about um, the gospel. So there was a tension there between oh, the gospel, but then also the business owners. I couldn't at the time fully re- understand that it's the same um, thing. So I was feeling tension that, okay, now when God was like, oh, I need you to speak by yourself. He's like, well, okay, can I speak about these things? Can I speak about the business? Also, can I speak about um, self-care and traveling? Can, can I speak about those? Like I was asking, God, like, I don't know. I don't know if this, he- like stupid stuff, honestly, like, is this headline okay? But what if they, what if they think that, oh, she's not really about this life because she didn't say, just a whole bunch of hoopla. And eventually like, you know, just going through much of a transformation, um, understanding that no this is actually one of this the same um one of the one of the i want to say programs but organizations that i really love is kingdom driven entrepreneurs and you see entrepreneurs that are making a lot of money and doing a lot of cool things but they also love jesus and that to me was like oh like so business and like you know loving the lord can go together okay so now i'm like and then also not even just business, like just you yourself. So I guess I'm kind of answering your question in both ways, just being authentically all of me. And that is something that um, I've been doing more recently, just being authentically more and all of me. So everything that accompanies me. So yes, I love Jesus. Yes, I love business. Yes, I love self-care. Yes, I love travel and I love to eat. And I will talk about that on my podcast. And yes, I... Um, I love um, lifestyle and I love those things about bettering yourself and looking your best and and talking about all that. So it went from thinking just like, oh, I can only speak about this. And then it's now led me to, wow, I can be all of those things. Like I can literally be all of those and be free um, in all of those areas expressed on my podcast and like still sharing the love of Christ just even through my own experiences my likes and my interests and all of those things so that was one way in which I've been able to do that and then also I had to hire a coach too like I needed to get outside help um this year I, t- I tell her I'm like you're the best investment that I've made other than my education in figure skating like you like getting a good coach somebody who like who's spirit-led she's very holy spirit-led shout out to Althea if you listen to this podcast I love you um (laughs) but like very spirit-led and is like when I when I want to say something out of a like a identity type of issue like oh I don't know if I should have this blah 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 she'd be like so what does Olua Damilola say about this so the meaning of my name is God gives me wealth and she'll be like not what Dami says about this what does Olua Damilola want or she challenges me that okay I want to hear from you, the real you, what you want, what is exciting to you, what is, you know, so it breaks out of that, like I was saying, that type of scarcity mindset and that false humility, it breaks me from that, so I can literally just be all of me on my podcast, so everything that you hear there is, is me. I remember a few years ago, my mom told me, she said, Brie, you don't have to be broke to serve God or something to that effect. And Mm -hmm. I remember being so offended by her saying that 
and, and you know, I think she said even maybe went went on to say something like, you know, being broke doesn't make you closer to God. And I was like, this, this is, I was so insulted because, you know, we we were in a in a kind of a rocky financial place, and I and a, and it, that time did bring me closer to God. Like I hear what she was saying, but I'm like, but God, this is what God used to get my attention. But all these years later. I understand what she was saying then, right? And she was trying to make sure I didn't feel like as a believer in Jesus Christ, I could somehow not have wealth. And I, I love Deuteronomy 8.18 that says God has, has given us the ability to produce wealth. And in those moments where I had that scarcity mindset, like you're talking about, I have to go back to that and say, you know, this is a gift that God has given me. And while there are seasons, cause there will be seasons. And I, and I know many people like this believers or non-believers where you do stuff for free to either build your experience or build your humility, or even see if it's something you like. And then you move to the, okay, now I'm going to offer this as a paid product or service. Uh, but it's just, it's really freeing when you get in your head that God wants his children to have good things. And, you know, some people take that to the nth degree and, 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 and use it as an excuse for greed. And they're like, well, God want me to have this. God want me to, if he didn't want me to do this, then he wouldn't have done this. But (laughs) when you, when you are truly being spirit led, like you said, your coaches, there just comes a time where you realize like, okay, God, you know, I think I always talk, I always come back to the parable of the 10 talents and, the man the the owner he said i'm looking for a return on my investment and so for me you know we think about i've been talking with venture capitalists lately and thinking about pitch competitions and stuff and god is like how are you giving me a return on my investment i have put all these gifts in you i have given you these talents i've given you these skills I've, i've exposed you to these various things i've put you in touch with these people what was that for you know, and, 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 and not just from a monetary standpoint, but going back to that impact in that service, what did you do with what I put in your hands? And I, and I believe all of us will be held accountable for what we did or what we did not do. And that's why it's just so important to, again, be spirit led. But then when God is telling you to move forward with some, go and do it. It's not, that's the awesome part about obedience as well. If he's telling you to do it, the outcome is not on you. Like, that's when you can say, okay, God, I've, I've put the systems in place. I've done the work and it didn't work out the way I thought. Okay. But I know that this is what you want me to do. But a lot of times, even in those failed attempts, it leads to the next thing. It leads to the next opportunity. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to say something um, to what you're saying. I have, I have um, this belief that a lot of us, or how about this? God is really creative and he's given us a lot of creative jobs. So a lot of us are possibly supposed to be running schools in a different country, like in Africa or a country in Africa or Nigeria, or we're supposed to be in high government places. We're supposed to be leading teams of so many people. We're supposed to be the like spokesperson or people in the business realm and it's like God has given us so many gifts, so many talents, so many things. And you know you can't do that broke. Like, that's the thinking that I have now. I'm like, like, you can't literally save the world and you have no money. Not because, um, not because it's, it's, it's so great that you don't have money or that, oh, it makes you look like you're so holy. But it's like, 
bro, like you actually need the finances to be able to do these things that you're called to do. One, two, why would people on the outside follow somebody who's literally struggling, but you're saying that it's glory to God. Like, it's one thing that if you're in a position that you are struggling and it's out of your control, right? There's seasons, there are times for that. But when we now get into the mindset of, oh, well, this is how God wants me to be. I'm supposed to be broke because I'm getting closer to him and this, that, or another. And I, um, he doesn't want me to have these things. It's like, but he's a good father though. And he, like you said, like he's the one who gives us the opportunity to build wealth. Why? Because he wants us to expand the kingdom. I understand now that I need money, yes, to um, help myself, my family, and all those different things, but also to expand the kingdom. That means growing my business that means being able to hire people in different places and pay them an appropriate amount of money so that they can do the job and then also they're helping to expand the kingdom and that means giving to organizations or things that i believe in or whatever or helping a friend that means if i have a kid like being able to get a tutor for them because I know I can't teach them myself. So why am I going to let the kids suffer? Let me just get a tutor. Or that means getting somebody to help clean the house because I know I need more time to work on my business so I can keep expanding the kingdom. And I just need the help and it allows me to be less stressed and be a better parent or a better spouse or whatever. Like that's the type of thinking we need to, or I think we need to be in when, in, when it comes to finances and wealth. It is to expand the kingdom and it is to make life easier. Like who doesn't really want life to be easier? Like let's not lie to ourselves and pretend and be like, oh my God, like I don't need that. Some of us are breaking our back. Some of us are depressed because we have too much on our plate. And there are seasons, there are times. So I'm not saying like you need to be there today. You need to have a stack today or all that stuff. No. But as you're building, continue to have a wealth mindset, an abundant mindset that this what I'm doing and this what I'm earning is for a greater purpose, it's for a greater reasoning. Yeah, you you was again preaching because I think, and it's hard because I, I know at least for me, there was a period of like, but God, is this okay? God, is this okay? You know, where it's like- I understand. Uh, I, okay, I think. And, you and like you said, thing. yeah. And then, yeah. The, then there is that, especially, and because I had a similar situation where I was going from, hey, I'm just giving you free stuff every single week da, 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 to, okay, now I'm putting a value on it, putting a number on it. And there is that- fear or you know just worry that people are like oh oh now she want to charge for stuff but okay you have a job you're you're doing things to 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 help with you it's just it's it, when i when i was able to look at it as a skill and to look at it as my time and then honestly again going back to being a mom this is time i'm taking away from my family you know from my children you know time i'm taking away from spending with my spouse so what is that worth to me am i just giving it away for free i don't care you know like i'm oh, okay whatever they don't need me they don't know and so you really do have to get to a place where it, at least for me i had to get a little bit angry at even the thought of being broke <laughs> like no nah, we're not going back like yeah. we you know it was a pruning season I'm grateful yeah. for it but we're about to get this money <laughs> and, and, and I think those seasons really like help you understand that you are valuable like child you you know what I'm saying like God is equipping you in those seasons to know like 
no, there's more in you. Like, yeah, I know it's, it feels this way right now, but you start discovering things about yourself. Like even my course, like God gave me the course concept literally like a year before I launched it. I wrote it out all in like one day. But because my mindset was not in the right place, I was thinking, well, nah, nobody would want to do this. and eh, nobody want to. I just kind of tucked it away. And it wasn't until I listened to a podcast and they were talking about your gifts, like your, like those are the things that are going to help you like be able to be profitable. I was like, wait, like I've been building a podcast for all these years and I could be teaching people how to do this. Like I didn't see it as a gift. And, and it's crazy because people would ask me, just like you're saying, like you, you feel like you have to do things for free. Like some people would ask me like, oh, you know, I want to, I want to build a podcast. Can you help me? And I'm somebody that once I'm invested into helping you, I will see you through to the end. So I will make sure that you know everything that I know to help you um, achieve your goal. But then people ain't taking it seriously because it's free. So they're like, oh, we're going to meet up. Okay. Let me know. Oh, okay. Sorry. I can't do it. Or they won't even tell you that they can't come. So you're just like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm still doing my thing or whatever. But then I'm like all those years that I was available for people to help them create their podcast, they didn't take me seriously. So I'm not going to be out here now just giving my like your sweat, your blood, your tears, like your work that you've done. Cause you know, some of us, we go to school to get skills. Some of us, we sit in front of our computer to gain skills and all these different things. Like that is worth something. So at this point now, that is my type of mentality that no, you know what? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't appreciate it when it was free. So, you know, I'm going to put a value on it. And the ones that want to be a part of the service, the ones that want to be engaged with what's going on, will will invest in it. Yeah, you, um, I also, when you were speaking about how you used to do things for free, it's like, I feel like that solves the, well, what are people going to be mad if I charge? Sis, you could have got this free information, but you, you didn't meet up with me or you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I think about the people that I have worked with as well, where it's like, Hey, and, and, and like you said, I'm showing up, I'm giving my full self. It doesn't matter because I'm passionate about the fact that you have the desire to do this. I'm like, okay, let's go, you know? And I have had people who have helped me with my first book. There was a, a woman from my church and she just, she was like, yeah, I don't even remember how she found out I was writing a book. I, she was just like, yeah, you're writing a book. Here's what I did. I just remember being just baffled. Mm. and she and she said she said god told me to help you so here's what i did you know this was the process go here don't do this do this like right do, and just like step by step and that's how i was able to release my first book and so i always keep that in mind because even in this new realm of hey I have, I have a business, a product, a service, I'm going to be paid for it. I know there are still people God will bring in my path that he's like, yeah, but that one's free. That one's on me. You know what I mean? He's like, no, nah, I'm gonna pay for that one. And you're like, okay, Lord, like in cash or, <laughs> and he's like, but you know, there's a proverb that says when you lend to the poor, you're lending to the Lord and he will repay you. And there have been different things that I've seen where even if the money doesn't come back, someone else will help me in the same way that I've helped somebody else. So it just keeps going back to that impact and that, and that surface. That's probably going to be the, uh, the name of this episode. Like, being of service and impact with Dami is like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. So, um, I would love to know 
how community has played a role in your transformation process and you moving forward the things that God has called you to do. And I know you spoke about having a coach and I know that you're a part of the kingdom driven entrepreneur community, but even your, your closer friends, like how you feel like they help you in moments where maybe you are having imposter syndrome or you are kind of wondering like, is this what I need to be doing? Or even in moments where they're just like, girl, you killing it, keep going, whatever that may look like for you. I would not be here if I didn't have my close friends. There are many times that I was like down or like, I don't know, but there have been some close times where I wanted to throw everything away. And just their words of encouragement or seeing me when I couldn't see myself and just speaking into my life in a way that you just know it's God because you're just so frustrated, you can't even hear what God is saying. And then it's like, he'll use somebody that's close to you and that knows you um, to really speak into you. So for me, um, community is the most important thing and you need a good community. You need a team. So yes, I have my coach now and I have, the KDE um, group and I also have therapy is also another good one too Um, but then also like those that know you and that can see you and when you can't see yourself just being able to rally around around you and just hold your arms up and just really take you to the finish line like really really just continuously walking with you and then you do the same for them you know they're going through things and you know good and bad and you're just right there with them Um, So community is really big for me. So I love how passionate you are when you talk about God and Jesus. And it's like, no, this, this, she know the Lord, she know the Lord. But um, how did, have you always been that way? How, how did you come into a relationship with Jesus Christ? Like how have you, you know, even when you're talking about not necessarily being raised with like the purpose mindset, like how has coming to know him for yourself, because that's different, right? A lot of us are born and raised in the church or whatever, but how has coming to know him for yourself like changed your viewpoint of the Christian faith and 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 really made you want to be a, an ambassador like we're called to be for other people to join the faith as well? I don't know. I have a very like in, interesting story or just, I don't know. I feel like God snatched me up early. <laughs> so I remember... Um, going to the UK um, at like the age of 10 and meeting a family member and seeing how on fire for God she was, even though that I was already in the church, I got saved when I was like really young. And, you know, you kind of go through your transitions. And I remember I saw her and I, I came back home and I got off the plane. I said, mommy, we're going to go buy a Bible. I like, I need a Bible. And she took me to Barnes and Noble and from that point on, I felt like I just ingested <laughs> the Bible. Like I just was so intrigued by it, like learning it on my own. But the thing is, I went through different phases and, you know, like I still had that passion, but I think, um, you know, you just become accustomed to the things of the world and people there and how every the culture is doing things and you kind of get lost, even though you know, but you're just like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't know. So it wasn't until I got to college and I actually became friends with the people that I said that are my community. We all 
together um, really just started pursuing God. And, you know, our conversations began to change and um, the way that I related to him became different. And yeah, it just, it just become a, a slow, gradual process and just really getting to know him in different phases and different ways. So, you know, this year for me has been really trying to get to know him as a daughter, like really trying to get to know him in the place of um, like, I'm your child. And what does that look like? So that looks like, you know, letting go of lies that I've believed about myself and about God. That means really getting a clear picture of God and his character. That means letting go of certain ways that I may have been brought up um, to believe like certain characteristics are, are correct because, you know, the way that you, you grow up or the way that your family relates to you can really affect how you see God. So being aware of those things and just actively working to break that off um, or walking out your, my healing and walking out, um, just becoming more and more whole. So I say he got me at a young age, but he, he really grabbed my heart. I think all the more when I was in college and it's just been growing ever since. I love it. So we're moving on to our up close and purposeful segment, which are questions that we ask each of our guests on the podcast. And my first question is, what does it mean to you to be a black girl with purpose? It means honestly, just doing what I'm called to do. I think to just keep it simple and just, you know, since I'm black, it's like, I'm just out here doing it and being an example for others. So yeah, just doing what I'm called to do. What are your go-to scriptures in need uh, when you need encouragement? I would say the scripture that goes, trust in the Lord with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding. Submit your ways unto him and he will make your crooked path straight. That's one. And then two, um, I've never seen the righteous begging for bread is another one. And there's more. I think I just can't remember, but I think those. Listen, even just that last one, like, cause I, I know I, I get, I get kind of crunk with God sometimes to be like, you said, <laughs> you said that I wouldn't be doing it. You said that. You. <laughs> no, you're right. And I, I with my, with my children, I always am like, you said you give me the grace that I need. So in every way, having everything I need, I will excel in every good work. And you told me it's a good work to have these kids. So I need you to give me some energy or I need you to give me a babysitter. I need you to give me something. I ain't gonna be like, you could be like, you know me, God. Trust me and believe me. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, so what are you most grateful for? Or you don't have to say most grateful for, but what are some of the things that you're grateful for in this season of your life? I am grateful for community. That's one, being able to have a trustworthy um, group of people that I can talk with and share with. And I know that I'm going to get biblically sound advice um, and then just comfort and whatever I need. And then also, um, I would say even in myself, the I'm grateful for I was open to grow and change and really become who I'm supposed to be. So, you know, that looked like getting the help that I needed to, you know, restructure my business and then see myself the way that I'm supposed to see me. 
that look like investing into things that before I may not have, but because I've allowed God to change my mind about certain things, um, I'm able to do so. And then also just being my namesake, which is Oluwadamilola, which means God gives me wealth and really actively working that out every day and just celebrating the small and the big wins too. So it's, I would say a renewed mind. I would say I'm really grateful for this year. A renewed mind. How can our community best support you as a blogger, as a podcaster, as a person? Well, you can follow my podcast, The Planter, and that's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, basically anywhere you can find podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dami Ash, so D-A-M-M-Y-O-S-H. So I update all of my um, podcast episodes there and any new updates that are going on. And if you are interested in starting a podcast, I would love to have a conversation with you about, you know, your goals, your purpose, and, and you know, what you're trying to do with that podcast so I can um, further see how I can help you along in your journey. So I would love for you to um, contact me in that way. You can send me a DM or um, you can get access to um, the link that you can schedule a call with me and we can dive more into your podcast and what needs to be done. Absolutely. And I'll make sure I link to all of those in the show notes. And then I love to have our guest in the podcast episode with one last word of encouragement or, or gym or something that they can take with them as they, you know, close out their podcast app and go throughout the rest of their week? There's so many that come to mind, but I think um, it's something that I've been saying this whole podcast is just be who you really are. So don't, don't condemn the desires and the passions that you have in you because it's, they're telling you something about you and they're telling you something about how God wants to use you. So whatever is in your heart to do, like, don't be like, I can't do that. Oh, it's too lofty. I haven't put in enough work for me to do that yet. Like, if you're trying to get brand deals, like, go out there, learn how to do that and work with your brands. If you're trying to create the podcast, get the help that you need in order to create a podcast. Don't think that, oh, it's just a dream that only those that are in media or those that are really skilled in talking can do. I mean, honestly, I like I said earlier in the podcast, I am a quiet person by nature so for me to be doing what I'm doing is literally all God so you never know you know what you can do until you go out there and do it and you may think that oh, I don't have the skills I don't have the talent I don't have this but if you know it's in your heart to do it at least just take the step to pursue what is in your heart to do because we really are called to be in just great places great places in business and government and health um, in music like we are called to be so talented and amazing in these areas and creative because we have a creative god so every passion every desire that you have don't just throw it away but really seek god on it and take the first steps to pursue it and you said don't condemn the desires you have in you that is a word. So I hope you all were encouraged by today's episode. Like I, like I said before, I'll make sure I link to all of Dami's 
links, <laughs> her podcast, her social media. Um, and I just want to thank you for being on the podcast. I know women were encouraged. I'm always encouraged when I listen to this podcast. I'm like, listen, other people get the benefit, but I also, it's like, this is also for me. So I appreciate you for taking the time to speak with us. And thank you for allowing me to come on. I really, really appreciate it. All right, Purpose Peeps, that's it for this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do one of three things for me. First, post a screenshot and key takeaway on your Instagram story and tag us at Black Girls of Purpose so we can repost you. Second, if you think someone would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. And then third, please leave a review so we can continue to reach a lot of people with this podcast. It is such a pleasure to come to you guys each and every week, and I'm so looking forward to continuing to grow our community. I'll talk to you next week.